Good morning, New Life City. How's everybody feeling today? All right. It's good to be in the house of God, amen? It's good. It's good to be with Him. It's good to be with His people. It's just good to be together. So are you ready for some kind of a roller coaster of sorts, if, if I can? I mean, it's a sort of a spiritual musical roller coaster, if that's the best way I can explain it to you. So you dive in when you want to dive in. You can clap, you can dance, you can lift your hands. You do whatever it is that you're bringing to the Father this morning. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers since I said Father. Yeah. But don't we serve the best Father? Don't we serve the best Father? So this is for Him this morning. This whole concert and what we're bringing is for our good, good Father today. So we're going to open up with the song and then we'll get into some worship. You don't feel the pressure to sing along because it gets nuts up there. Just let it wash over you. Let it wash over you. Here we go.
up a broken heart, it's holy art. Mm -hmm. The way you're giving me a clean new start, it's holy art. Mm -hmm. The way you called me out of the dark, and my favorite part mm -hmm. is every time I write the date, it's your autograph, it's just holy art. Jesus right now. It's all praise, it's all worship, but this is the version of it I think that you will know a little bit better. Here we go.
salvation that is hovering over every heart today. The spirit that makes wise the simple. The spirit that brings joy to the joyless. The spirit that brings hope to the hopeless is hovering over this place right now. Come on, reach out and grab what you need in the house of God today. Reach out and grab it because He's here to fill you. He's here to make you new. Where there is oldness, He will make newness. He's gonna do it again. Hey, some of us here today, we need to see God do something in our lives that's powerful. We need to see something miraculous and something brand new. Some of us here today, we need to see God do the splitting of the sea like He did for Moses. We need God to do those sorts of miracles for us where things look impossible in the natural. God is saying, I can do it again. Do you have the faith this morning? Do you have the faith this morning, church? He's a willing God and He says He can do it again. He is willing and He is able. Do we have the faith to meet His ability? Do we have the faith to rise up to see Him do what He said He would do again? Let's sing it out one time. He's gonna do it again. Come on, with faith, come on, declare it. He's gonna do it again. He'll do it again. struggling with that today just lift up your hands to Jesus right now thank you God you touch every person with their hands raised this morning you touch with the faith they're touching the hem of garment the hem of your garment this morning with the faith in their hearts and that is all you need today here in your house is where we found our healing I thank you God you pour your spirit out over every person whose hands are raised that you anoint them right now with your oil God the oil of joy every every cell of their body everything that is communicating that there is pain I just thank you God it is bound in Jesus name it is bound in Jesus name that pain is bound in Jesus name we break the power over people's backs and their necks in Jesus name in Jesus name come on lift up a shout this morning he's already moving come on This one is a faith statement, okay? 
releasing it through faith. I need to sing the song today, and I know I'm not alone. So here we go. It goes, I'm somewhere in the future, and I look much better than I look right now. Right? Does anybody need to say that and declare it with faith today? I'm somewhere in the future, and I look much better than I look right now. From the young to the old, every generation, we can sing and we can go from strength to strength and from glory to glory because that is His purpose. That is His design. We go from strength to strength. So we sing this really fast. Oh, I'm somewhere in the future and I look much better than I look right now. I'm somewhere in the future and I look much better than I look right now. I'm somewhere in the future and I look much better than I look right now. I'm somewhere in the future and I look much better than I look right now.
his rhythm, heavenly rhythm. There is rhythm and dancing going around the throne of God right now. That is what is happening. There are not just necessarily people standing still, angels standing still, but there is an explosion, an absolute explosion of jubilee, of dance and singing and song, because he is good. He is good. And this morning I wanted to bring that joy and release that joy and release that rhythm that is in heaven. For too long we have thought those things belong to the world. For too long we have thought they are not ours. They are ungodly, they are unsanctified. But God wants to remind you this morning that I am the author of rhythm. I am the author, I created it. I created rhythm. The Lord wants to remind you today, I created music. Music is the Lord because the earth is the Lord and all that is in it. Music belongs to the Lord. So feel free this morning to express your love to Jesus and to bring Him something fresh. Bring Him something fresh. It's going on around the throne of heaven right now. So we're singing this. Oh, if David could dance, don't you think it's time to dance?
hands are amazing. There is a river that makes glad those who are mourning and those who weep in Zion. There is a river of joy that makes glad the people of Zion. And that river is here today. That river is here in the house of God. We come into the house of God and we fill up. We fill up with that joy. We fill up with that peace. We fill up in the house of God. And then we go out in the week and we live and we give and we share our faith and we come back to the river. Every Sunday, this is what we do as the people of God. And we fill up and we fill up and we fill up with the joy of the Lord. So we do some more joy. So I don't know anything more joyful than where we come from, South Africa. So we're gonna do a little South African African song with you today. Is that okay? Yeah. Just a little flavor of South Africa. And this lyric is Jilo, which means always. It's always, always, always. That's all that you're singing. I will pray, always I will believe, always I'll have faith. That's all that you're singing. So it goes like this. because we need to be filled with joy, amen? I pray right now for an impartation of joy on this house, that impartation for the end times with the virgins who had the oil of joy, that had that oil of gladness that they had to protect at all costs. I pray, God, we would protect that joy that You deposit into our hearts. I pray right now for an impartation and a deposit of joy on every single heart, every single open heart, every single lifted hand, that there would be a deposit of joy to sustain us through the troubles of this world. You said, in this world we will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. And we need that kind of joy because it is your joy that is our strength. We need that joy, Lord. I thank you that a supernatural impartation, a supernatural outpouring of the joy of the Lord. It doesn't always have to be with a bunch of laughing or anything like that. God can simply just give you that joy in your heart to withstand and to laugh at your enemy Laugh at your enemy week to week. Just to laugh at it and go, I know my God. I know my God won't fail me now. That is joy. That is joy to look at the face of opposition and say, I know my God will not lose my grip now. I know my God has me. We receive that joy, God. We receive it by faith. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Church, you can sit down for a little bit if you like. Welcome to New Life City. Um, my name is Paul Martini. I'm the pastor here. And uh, if you're visiting us for the very first time, welcome. It's, uh, it's a little different than what we usually do, but it's God. So it's good. If it's God, it's good. And um, this uh, Pamela and Stefan are um, originally from South Africa, coming from L.A. to bless us this morning as we lift up the name of Jesus and as we receive what God's doing in their life, they're just gonna share as they minister to us this morning. It's gonna be a little bit different, but first I wanna say, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Thank you for being faithful dads who uh, love your wives and love your children well. It's so important that we continue to invest into our families. And fathers, it cannot happen without you. And you have a role, you're a representative of God on earth. So it's important that you stay faithful to your family and that you just lay your life down for them. And, and so I'm just so thankful for all those fathers who do that. And if you're one that's kind of struggling in that area, I'll tell you what, it's the most selfless thing to do, but it's the best thing to do. Just lay your life down for your family. And um, that's what Jesus did for us. And that's what our heavenly father has done, giving his only begotten son for our sake. So. Anyway, um, welcome, we, we're just gonna, this is a different service than we usually have, um, but we do wanna have a, a time that we um, are faithful in our giving. Uh, we receive our tithes and offerings this morning. We're not gonna go into a big thing about it, but um, for those of you who uh, do give, uh, we have a simple way to do that. You just text um, 84321, I think, any amount, it'll send you a link. Um, you can uh, go to newlifecity.org and just fill out some information. You can write a check to New Life City and put it in those little boxes in the back, or you can put cash in an envelope, put your information. We'll make sure you get a tax receipt as well. Let's pray for our tithes and offerings. Father, I just thank you that we get to give to you, not just monetary things, but our praise, our worship, our serving of you, Lord. We just love you, Jesus. And so, Lord, we just pray that whatever is given this morning, that you would multiply it, God, that you would make it go way further than it's ever supposed to go, that you would use it to advance your kingdom, that it would rob hell of souls and bring them into heaven. Father, that there would be a supernatural grace on this monetary value, God. Before it became into our hands, it was used for all sorts of frivolous things. It might have been used for, you know, Subway or McDonald's, or it might have been used to, to do evil things like purchase drugs or, or, or pornography, but now it's in our hands. And Lord, we want to assign this money an assignment. Jesus, use it to advance your kingdom. Everywhere that it is spent, may it break strongholds of poverty, of addiction in this city. Lord, we believe in the power of faith. And so we thank you, God, for it in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen, amen. All right, I have a few announcements because apparently if you don't have announcements, church didn't happen. I don't know how. Um, moving up Wednesday is a special Wednesday on uh, Wednesday the 28th. I believe this is for the uh, fifth graders to move up to the youth group. So you guys are like officially graduating to this stage that's gonna be an adventure for sure. Um, 
But anyway, that is gonna be exciting. It's a special service uh, for uh, uh, the fifth graders on Wednesday the 28th at 6.30 to 8.30. Make sure you have your parents bring you or parents of those ages bring, bring your kids to that special service. Uh, the youth are leaving for camp on Monday. There's a summer camp that they're doing. And uh, lives get, look, I, teenagers at summer camp get radically touched by Jesus because uh, it's a special time of dedication to the Lord and also having a lot of fun. So please pray for them. Pray that they have encounters with Jesus like never before, that any strongholds in their life are broken, that addictions are broken, because addictions are starting much younger nowadays, if you haven't noticed. And uh, also pray that no one gets any broken bones or stitches or anything like that. All right, so keep them in prayer. Uh, I'm excited to announce we have another prophetic equipping class uh, where we're gonna have a prophetic equipping night Friday, June 30th, 7 to 9.30. Make sure you check that out on our website, newlifecity.org. It has all the events. Also, there's a church sensor app you can download, put in the church that you are, and it'll give you all our events as well. Um, we have more stuff that we don't have time to cover, but... Um, you can keep up to date with the text. If you don't get an announcement from New Life City with text messaging saying what's going on, sign up. Uh, you can either call the office or sign up online at newlifecity.org or you can scan those little QR codes in front of your chair and it'll help you get there. So check out those QR codes. They really do help. You just open up your camera, put it over it and a link will pop up. You touch that link and you'll be all set to go. Um, is it okay if we just use this moment also to do communion? Is that good? So I would, I would like, I, I just love doing communion because I just believe it's more than um, a, a tradition. It's, uh, it is a tradition that we do as a family of God. If you're a believer today, you believe in Jesus Christ, I want you to participate in this. Um, but it's also uh, a symbol, and I believe by faith that God does inhabit his presence in this moment. And so I'd like you all to stand with us and um, I'm gonna invite Pastor Josh to come up and lead us in this time. I am. Great. Okay. All right. We're gonna read 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26 together this morning. Do we have, yes. The Apostle Paul writes, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. Next slide. Just keep going. He did. Okay. He took it. <laughs> he did we it. We need that next slide. There we go. Well, I'll just read it from here. There, he got it. Yeah. Uh, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, Thank which is for Jesus. you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And I'm just gonna read something that I've written down. Uh, we take this meal weekly as we gather because on the night of his betrayal, Jesus, both man and God, eagerly celebrated this meal with his closest followers. And he took the bread and broke it. And as he did so, he spoke, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Do what? This. Take and eat this broken bread. Yes, you're right, he did say this, but yeah. What is this? It's to take and eat this broken bread. 
And then in the same way, he took the cup and said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And the apostle Paul follows by stating, as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Thank you, Lord. So we do this because Jesus did this. We are proclaiming that we have both heard and received him. I just wanna repeat that. The reason we are taking communion this morning is to proclaim that we have both heard and received Jesus. Yes. And we believe that the literal crucifixion and bloodshed of Jesus brought a new, unending, everlasting covenant with God. And right now, in the watchful eye of both heaven and earth, we boldly align ourselves with the gospel of death, resurrection, and absolute certainty that Jesus is coming again. Thank you, Jesus. So let's take this bread. This is new. <laughs> Something new every week. Take the bread. Jesus, we thank you for your body. Broken for us. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Let's take it together. we just celebrate because this is what you did. You said to drink this cup every time in remembrance of your blood poured out. God, we just align ourselves right now with your death and resurrection and knowing you're coming again. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's take it together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Let's give it up for the Lord. Come on. And now I'll hand it back over to Largo, uh, Pamela, and Stefan. Right. Or Stefan. <laughs> Thank you. It's been so wonderful to be here with you, church. It's really been special to us, and we've been really grateful for you. Uh, yeah, you can take a seat. You can take a seat. And it's just, it's been really a special time for us. I pray it's been for you, too. And... We are, so we are singers and songwriters, we are creatives, and that's sort of what we bring, and that's our gift to bring to the house and to the Lord and to the people of God. And we'd like to play some of our songs for you. That's why I'm saying it's a little bit of a roller coaster. We'll do some participation and singing and worship together and praise together like we've done, and we'll do some songs for you that can just sit into your, seep into your heart and let it encourage you and build you up and build you up in the faith. Uh, this is a song that I wrote called Shepherd, and it's obviously based on Psalm 23, and I pray that it will encourage you this morning if you need to be reminded that he's your shepherd, and if he led you in to the valley of the shadow of death, he will lead you out. He will not leave you there. He will never leave you nor forsake you, and he is not, he, it's not, it doesn't take him by surprise that you are where you are. He is with you always, and if he has led you there, because he is a shepherd and he leads us, he will lead you out. You will not stay there forever. So be encouraged this morning and take heart. Through meadows, over mountains and down, steep and scary cliffs. The shepherd calls and footsteps answer closely behind his. We do not walk alone, no, 
that we move forward closer and closer to Jesus, closer and closer to God. It's a faith journey. You don't stand still. God is always moving. God is always speaking. God is always gathering His people. He's always on the move. He doesn't stand still. You read the Old Testament, that's all we see. They're moving, they're moving, they're moving. God is on the move. There's a, a song that I wrote about two years ago, but I couldn't finish it until last this year because it was too difficult. Not emotionally, I could sing it fine, but I couldn't understand it. But God deposited it into my heart just like this. So I couldn't wrestle and try to conform it. I had to find a way to get it out. And it was always too hard. I kept leaving it alone and going back to it and leaving it alone and going back to it. And then eventually we found a way. Thank God for my, look at my amazing husband over here. Everybody step in my boat. Hi. Thank God we found a way. He anointed him like Bezalel, anointed him for service of the tent. Anyway, um, and this song is a song about heaven. It's called Sweet Heaven. And can we have that Matthew 24 scripture up? 
There's a scripture that says in the end times, which I believe we are obviously closer than we've ever been because we get closer and closer every day we live. But according to prophecy and according to what's going on outside and in the world, there's a lot of things pointing at the fact that we are, we are close now. And the scripture says, because of the increase of wickedness, sometimes the scripture says lawlessness, the increase of lawlessness and the increase of sin on the earth, the love of most will grow cold. Sometimes it says the love of many will grow cold, but this one says the love of most. And isn't that the most frightening thing to think about? The love of most will grow cold. We've got to keep our fires hot. We have to keep our lamps burning. We have to protect our lamp with our lives or it will grow cold or somebody will come and try to steal it from us. We'll, we'll do the parable of the virgins now. But I have a friend who's incredibly, who wasn't very, very close to me, almost like a sister, who was very involved with my early discipleship when I first got saved. I knew very little. I didn't understand much except that Jesus deserved everything. And she really helped me a lot with my discipleship, my early discipleship. And you know, it was last year that she, we've fallen out of touch obviously through the years, but it was last year that somebody told me that they told her that she's actually gay. She's gay last year. And it cut me like a knife. It cut into my core because I thought, God, what is going on? And the Lord reminded me of the scripture and he said, don't, don't play games. This is real. The love of most will grow cold. Even the elect shall fall. That's what the Bible says. Even those who you think are untouchable, they will serve God until the day they die. Even those people, some of those people, their love will grow cold. We have to stay vigilant, church. We have to guard and we have to protect the deposit that has been given to us, the Holy Spirit. We have to protect and we have to fan it into flame. And every time we get together like this, you and me and the bride across the whole globe, every time we get together like this, we need to keep that fire alive and we need to keep it burning because the devil is like a roaring lion and he is looking for a way to take us out one day at a time. And this is a song called Sweet Heaven. I just wanna do that parable once, Matthew 25. You'll, I just wanna read this so that you can get the reference in the, in the song. At that time, as in, in the end times, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. Yes. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. Now this oil, I believe through revelation, through the Spirit of God, this oil speaks of the oil of joy. This is what has preserved them. This is what preserved those virgins is the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. And this is why we need to protect our joy at all costs. We need to protect joy because it is our source of strength and it is our source of hope is our joy in the Lord. Christ in me, the hope of glory, that joy is our oil that will burn until we see Him. The bridegroom was a long time at coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep and at midnight the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet Him. Yes. Is there no, another one? No. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived the virgins who were ready went in 
with him into the wedding banquet and the door shut. Later, the others came. Okay, we missed the part. Where the, so the five who were unwise were asking the five who were wise, can we have some of your oil, please? We don't have any oil. Can I have some of your joy? You know, can I steal some of this? Can I take some of your time? Can I distract you from the things of God? Can I distract you? Can I take a bit of your attention? We have to be so careful of these things in the age we live in. Can I take some of that stuff? And we have to protect it and keep our oil burning. And they, anyway, the story ends with well, how Jesus ended the parable is they, he said he shut the door because they were late and he took the five who had the oil and he said to the ones who didn't have the oil, go away from me because I don't know you. Isn't that terrifying? I mean, they got right to the end, but go away from me because I do not know you. So we don't wanna be, we wanna be the wise virgins, amen? I wanna add something here. Um, you know, a lot of us look at things around us and what's going on in the world and we kind of get this idea that, you know, Jesus is coming soon. And I pray that He is, but the Bible says that, um, well, basically is saying to us that some people expect Him too soon and some people expect Him too far away, basically. And it's our responsibility to keep our lamps full. Um, until whichever time he decides to come, whether it's very long still and whether we have to endure a long waiting for the bridegroom in the night. And it's in the night, right? It's not in the day that, that mm-hmm. the virgins are, are, waking, are waiting. Yeah. They're waiting in the night. night. It's dark, guys. Yeah. So we have to keep our lamps full. Yeah. Um, we actually just really have been, as we've you know, been leading up to coming, here we've been believing that God wants to pour out a, a spirit of creativity and innovation over this church. Amen. And as we play this song, think about what it is that you do. Yeah. And you know, we're not just we're not just talking about this building and this um, you know this church service and that. But the night is dark, and God wants to release creativity on the earth to reach the lost, because that's what it's going to take. Oh, bad chord. That's what it's going to take to reach the last is His creativity. And Amen. think about what it is that you do. And, think, and allow God to speak to you about that thing. And allow God to release creativity and innovation into that for the purpose of reaching the last. This song is very different to other worship songs. And we felt God speak to us about it and say, let it be different. Because music is not just confined in heaven to what we know on earth. It's got all sorts of rhythms that we have not yet heard. It's got all sorts of sounds that we have not yet heard. So whatever it is that you do, think about it like that.
computer bombed out halfway through that, did you notice? Maybe. Yeah. Okay, he's reloading it. So, there's a psalm. Psalm 8 says, Oh Lord, how majestic are your ways in all the earth. It's a beautiful, beautiful psalm. I consider the work of your hands, the glory in the heavens, through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. Through our praise, through our children's praise, through our worship and our praise, he has established a stronghold to silence the enemy. Isn't that powerful? So often we come into church and we think, what is this first 30 minutes about? Like, what are we doing? Why are we singing to God? Does he just need us to sing to him? Why are we doing this? God has set up stuff in the spirit that as we do these things, as we praise and as we worship, he has set a stronghold against our enemies. There we go. To silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have, what is mankind that you are mindful of him? Who are human beings that you care for us? Man, that you care about us. And this song called Kind to Me is a song about this psalm. Who are we? Who is man that he cares for us, that he cares who we are, what we do? So this is that song. We sang it last night. We taught everybody this chorus. You wanna sing it with me? 
So this is how it goes. Who am I, who am I, who am I to be on your mind, on your mind, on your mind? At any time, any time, any time, I hear your cry. You hear my cry, hear my cry, hear my cry. That's how it goes. Who am I, who am I, who am I to be on your mind, on your mind, on your mind? At any time, any time, any time, you hear my cry, hear my cry, hear my cry. Who am I? That's right. So we sing it. Who am I, who am I, who am I? To be on your mind, on your mind, on your mind. At any time, any time, any time. You hear my cry, hear my cry, hear my cry. Who am I, who am I, who am I? To be on your mind, on your mind, on your mind. At any time, any time, any time. You hear my cry, hear my cry, hear my cry. Who am I, who am I, who am I? Be on your mind, on your mind, on your mind. At any time, any time, any time. You hear my cry, hear my cry, hear my cry. Who am I, who am I, who am I? To be on your mind, on your mind, on your mind. At any time, any time, any time. That's it. So the reason we ended up here today is because uh, Paul preached a Sorry, message. Sorry, and probably the reason the computer's crashing multiple times. Yes, and probably the reason the computer's crashing multiple times is because we've written some songs called In the Words of Satan. There's an In the Words of Satan Part 1 and an In the Words of Satan Part 2. And Paul preached a message a while back where he used In the Words of Satan Part 2 within the message um, to... I don't know, help explain or to maybe electrify some of the stuff with music and video and some of the stuff that he was saying. And we got a hold of that part where he was preaching the message. We kind of got a hold of it. We saw it. YouTube notified us, hey, somebody's using your song. Are you okay with this? So we did. <laughs> yeah, they do that. They have to do that. And so we, we listened to what he was saying and we were so excited because somebody was actually understanding our heart and really like preaching with such agreement with what we are saying in the song. And we really deliberated over every single visual in the song and every single part of it because we needed to just make sure that it was gonna be something that was gonna offend for sure, but that it was also something that was gonna bring healing, not just daggers, 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 but it was going to bring healing and not just offense. And so this is a song called In the Words of Satan Part 2. In the Words of Satan Part 1, it's a very personal song that I've written because I'd just gotten saved and I was like learning all of the, the lies that I had learned and the lies that I had believed from the devil. And I had started recognizing them and started to live and become more and more free from them. And then In the Words of Satan Part 2, happened because it was 10 years later, but I needed that much time to sort of see, well, how is the devil still actually doing what he did in the world, but how is he doing that in the church? Because the devil is also wanting to trip, up, trip us up, hold us back in our faith, give us anxiety, give us insecurity. The spirit of intimidation is real, and it's all satanic. And in the church, we see it, and we see how the devil has also found a way to 
weave himself in and pull down people, the people of God. And so in the words of Satan part two is about that. It's about the church and how the bride of Christ is what he dreams about, which is one of the lines of the song. He dreams about when he comes for us. So this is the one. This is, this is really um, very detailed in lyrics, so I really apologize if the computer does what it wants to do again. But we will then restart it because um, this is not the kind of thing that we want yeah. to be missed. We just want to thank everybody for the amazing time we've had. Um, we just want to make sure we say that before we forget. <laughs> yes. Everybody that we've met, everybody we've hung out with has been amazing. You have such a healthy healthy church, a healthy spiritual church, multi-generational, it's all over. And it's really, really exciting to see what God is doing in this house and what he continues to do. And we're going to stay tuned for sure. Uh, I'd like to thank Stephen and Lauren and Jared for doing the incredible job that they've done. And Andy also joining us on the worship. You guys have been amazing. Can I keep you?
Slandering gossip will create a magnitude known as division in the church. Right from the start, I introduced this at your very birth. Because I know you disagree about which opinion is correct doctrinally. Like if you should pray in the spirit or be quiet or be loud. Everybody's right. Instead, you stand and watch the liberals unify. Oh, you stand around and watch them changing laws and rights. Replacing systems while as Christians you can barely pray. Together, you were never meant to be this way. You're a body, not a denominational hierarchy. When you don't support each other, I can
beautiful church. Isn't he marvelous? Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he lovely? Isn't he a good, good father?
to um, just take a minute to lay hands on every, everyone who's in, in church who's in a creative position. And even if you're not in a creative, if you're not in church, but you're in a creative position, we'd like you to just, if you could just come to the front so we could just say a prayer over you. We believe that God is wanting to unlock something in the creative nature of the church. Because creativity creates culture. And the culture of the church is the culture of heaven. We want that to be everywhere. So even though we're not laying hands on you so that you can play music like us or write songs like us, that's not the point. The point is to take the nature of the prayer, which is to unlock the creative, to unlock innovation. To unlock innovation to think about things in a new way, even old things that maybe you've had a million times you've done it the same way. God wants to unlock a new thing. God wants to unlock a new thing in you, man. I feel like there's things that you've done and you've been so faithful. You're such a faithful woman. And there's things that He wants to unlock in you, new things. You're just gonna have to be brave because it's easy to not be brave, but the Lord wants to unlock that in you your heart. He's seen your faithfulness and He wants to reward you. He's seen your faithfulness. He has seen you. I feel like sometimes you have felt so unseen, like you just do everything and everybody around you and you just work and you do what you have to do and nobody actually even recognizes or knows that it's going on or knows that it's there. But the Lord wants you to know today that He has seen you. That He has seen. There's something new for you this morning. For the rest of the creatives, whether you're working in a, in a church or not, it doesn't matter. The creativity is what creates culture and culture belongs to the Lord. The culture belongs to the Lord. If we release the culture of heaven, that is what creativity can do. So we're praying for an unlocking of innovation, problem solving, new problem solving, new problem solving, you know, money making problem solving, money making problem solving. Authentic, authentic, authentic innovation. Father, I pray for every heart here. You know their capacity. You know in what way you're stirring them. You know in what way you're guiding their hearts. You know in what way they are creative before you. I just thank you, Lord Jesus, right now. I thank you, God, for a deposit. I thank you for a deposit of your creativity. I pray that you would unlock Unlock your creativity, God. Unlock your creativity. The Lord wants you to know today, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. The Lord wants you to know you're His daughter and He loves you when you're good and He loves you when you're bad. He wants you to be gentle with your heart and gentle with yourself and to give yourself a break every now and again. Just every now and again, give yourself a break. The Lord wants you to know wants you to relax sometimes, not to take everything as seriously as you take it every time. Sometimes just relax. He's in control. He's in control. He's in control. He is in control. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? 
There is something that is completely beyond your ability to sort out, but the Lord is in control of this thing. I know you are looking at it and you're like, how? He is in control. He is in control. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to put your trust in Him. Don't be afraid to lean on Him. He is in control. He has your, He has you. He has you. Thank you, God. 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 Just more creativity, more creativity. Not in the ways we think creativity is. It's not just a painting. It's not just a song. It's not just that. It's not just, you know, art with your computer. It's not those things. There's creativity beyond the things that we have assigned it to be. It goes beyond that. It's creativity in relationship. There's creativity around your dinner table. There's creativity everywhere. And we need to unlock these things. Find new ways to be and to bring those creative moments to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I just pray for the young people over here. I pray that you would move from the outskirts of this body into the inside of the body. Even as you're standing now on the outskirts, on the outside, I don't know if you feel that way, but we need you. We need you to push in and muscle in to be more part of what's going on over here. I pray, God, for the young people in this church that you're raising up. There are some radical young people in this church. Wow. There are some radical young people. But listen, this is a mandate on your life. You need to move in to the, the center of what God is doing. You need to move into the center of it. Don't keep yourself on the outskirts. You are so anointed. The Spirit of God is all over you. It's nuts. Wow. What do you like to do? Play guitar? You want to do that professionally? It's a tough gig, but... All right. God, I just pray for a gift of songwriting on this young man. I pray for an impartation to write songs and to write music that touch your heart that don't necessarily follow the status quo of what has been done or what is being done, but that we would just, as the people of God and as the church of God, begin to break through those confinements, break through those structures, because you, God, are not a God who makes the same thing over and over. We are all different. Every single one of us are different. Your songs will be different. Your songs and your sound will be different. I pray that you give this man the ability to lean into that, Accept that, carry it, because God is in it. Give Him the strength to do that, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You want to pray anything on you? Just a creative prayer. And Lord, we just commit every adult here to you. Yes, Often when we're young, we have joy, we have zeal. Those things come so naturally to us. And then as life kind of carries on, it gets harder and harder for it to be organic. But we just pray right now that you would supernaturally impart that joy, 
that inspiration and that creativity over adults. Not going to put numbers, but I just, I just have a heart, God, of revival, of um, hearts that have grown weary, just the revival in hearts that are weary, God. And I just thank you that you're just pouring your spirit of life, joy, and creativity into them. In Jesus' name. place of seeking the Lord, stay in this place of hunger, just a few more minutes, just a few more minutes, just ask Him, ask Him, He knows what's in your heart, it doesn't need to come out of my mouth, He knows, just ask Him, seek Him, seek Him. I just feel some people here feel like they may be disqualified like you're too old or you're too this or there's no way for you or there's, it's just behind you. All your good years are gone and now, you know, there's nothing there for you but just to wander around. I actually just hate that thing so much. I hate that thing so much. I wanna die kicking and screaming the kingdom of God. And I pray God with that, there is this, like a settling in some mindsets, it's like I've settled and this is just it now. I pray Lord Jesus that you would break that off of every heart Break that off, God. Break it off because you are not that God. I pray, God, where there is just that thing of I'm disqualified because I'm, I'm old or I'm, I'm disqualified. I just keep hearing the words disqualified. I'm disqualified. I'm disqualified because I'm white. I'm disqualified because I'm black. I'm disqualified because I'm this or that. The devil wants to disqualify us in any way he can. But today, just stand as a people of God and know you are not disqualified. You are not. Thank you, God. Every heart who's had that excuse in their heart, it's too late for them. It's too late. Or for the young ones, I'm too young to do these things that I'm thinking about. I'm too young to actually do it. Every single disqualification, we just break it now in Jesus' Name. We break its power. We break its hold. We break the stronghold that it has had in lives for years and years and years. We break it in Jesus' Name. There is no, dis there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We speak that out. There is no condemnation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just also believe there's some businessmen and women and uh, accountants, maybe even, who feel they've disqualified themselves from this idea of creativity and um, don't because God wants to pour creative solutions into you. He's the author of creativity. Yes. And I just urge you to seek God for those solutions because right. He wants creativity for all of us. We are the only beings able to create. We are the only thing He made that is able to create. In His image, He made us to be creative. So it's for everybody. In Jesus' name. Just pray that abilities and problem solve. So God, we just lift every single person up to you. you you know what people do you know their occupations you know their phase of life and we just pray right now for an impartation of creative problem solving over their lives as I have faith for this God as you've often shown, shown me a musician a creative holes in the system 
financial things. You've often shown me that stuff, God. And so I just pray for that right now over this, over this congregation. I pray that you would even release creative solutions for finances over this church, over the members of this church, so that they can um, be more influential in this community and out, out there. I actually also believe, God, that this church and this community can be influential to places that are the influencers, like yeah. LA and you know the big cities that are supposed to be the ones who set the, the pace, even in Christianity, and yes. who show us what we're supposed to do. Amen. But there's such a freedom in this place Amen. from performance and from yes. the idea of trying to have this amazing version of church and Christianity. There's such a freedom here that I believe God wants to pour out the ability to influence the influencers in Jesus' name. So I pray that. I pray for an outpouring of, influ of an ability to influence the influencers. And I pray that you would open doors of favor to those places. I'm not praying for people to be famous or anything like that. I'm praying for people to be in relationship with those people who Amen. are famous. In Jesus' name.
Let's sit again. All oh, hail King Jesus. All hail King Jesus. All hail the Lord of heaven. All hail King Jesus. All hail the Savior. Lift up a shout of praise to Jesus. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we worship you. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We lift your name on high. We praise you. singing at Ross, my mic was on. That's not good. It's not good. Oh, he's so good. It's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Thank you, Jesus. There's no one above him, no one beside him. He's the one and only true God. We just thank you, Lord. Well, um, I'm just so thankful for what God's doing in our service, in our midst this morning. Uh, we want to provide prayer for anyone who wants prayer. Our pastors will be available, our elders. Um, um, but we just thank you guys for joining us this Sunday on a good Father's Day. Celebrating the father of all fathers, right? God our Father. And so um, thank you, Largo Music, Pamela and Stefan for coming, for the team. We're just so grateful. Hopefully this won't be a one a one time visit. Uh, lemonade, they want lemonade. Can we go out on lemonade? I'm not right. gonna fight with you if you're asking for it. You don't have to do, tell do me twice. So there, there's a song they have about making lemons, uh, making lemonade out of lemons. Uh, but you can you can cue it up. But after that, just before we <laughs> you're leave, you doing a good job. Go with that. Oh yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm a promoter. Um, <laughs> Just want to also just mention uh, to help support their mission and everything. They have a, a merch table that has awesome stuff. Make sure you check it out before you leave. But it'd be cool if we could end on this song. It's a real fun yeah. song. And uh, it's a song that they, they have a, a ministry in the secular community. They're living in L.A., ministering to people in L.A. Um, and uh, so uh, anyway. Yes. I'm, I'm bad it. at this. You didn't know this, but this is, uh, it. since it's Father's Day, this is my dad's favorite song last night so uh you know it had to happen it really did and we can dance to it too yeah. right so fill up this altar stay up here yeah, yeah do we have the words yeah we have the words okay we may as well now let's do it oh the short all right this is a song about making lemonade when life throws you lemons everybody knows the saying Life throws you lemons, you make lemonade with a big old smile on your face, right? Say, this ain't gonna, this ain't nothing. Lemonade, 
life is all about lemonade Collecting all them lemons so that we can squeeze them dry again Life is all about making lemonade Catching rain Life is all about catching rain So get the buckets ready when them pennies fall from the sky above Yeah, life is all about catching rain, my love When you're thinking that Life was never meant to be this bad Yeah, if you're thinking that Life was never meant to kick you down like that Then maybe it's all about the timing It's all about the smiling when it hurts
it's all about the smiling when it hurts smiling when it hurts maybe it's all about the changing all about the best that we're making of the worst smiling when it hurts i'll be smiling when it hurts thank you you guys aren't even going home. You want more songs? You honestly want more songs? Oh, you know what? Let's do comparison. He had some stats to tell you if you want. Everyone's happy now, so we don't want to do anything serious. Um, so this, this next song, which probably will be our last song, it's called Comparison is a Disease, and uh, this is about basically the impact that social media is having on all of us, whether consciously or subconsciously. You know, um, I had some stats. I'm going to just paraphrase my own stats because I don't have them on hand, but our teenagers spend an average of like five hours a day on social media. Apparently, statistically speaking, that's something that's happening. And I don't know if you know, but I don't know what the number is for how long they spend in the word. Um, so, you know, two minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. So what's gonna inform their truth? So that's really what this song is about <laughs> in a nutshell.
pushing out a tea into my head Always chasing one more level up just out of reach Makes me feel like anxiety is what's currently trending But not for you guys You're gonna, you're gonna bash that thing on its head, right? Yes, you are Okay, is that it now? Is that it? You guys have been amazing. Somebody play some music so we can go. <laughs> God bless you guys. We hope to see you again. <laughs>